Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One for the weekend this. The podcast that you need to listen to. One for the Brought to you by Fan League. Sam Allardyce on the phone there. Yeah, clearly, yeah. big fan of Sam. Um, quick review of the uh, accent thoughts. Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed Feedback it. Feedback notes. I, I enjoyed it. It was good. I yeah. like, uh, you know, your attempt to drift. Room for improvement. Yes, but it's better than what I can do. Absolutely. The reason we had Sam on the phone mm. is because the biggest tie of FA Cup third round is Liverpool versus Everton. We're going to be talking about that in the podcast uh, and who we think is going to win that game, and also. I'm going to tell you why Sam Allardyce will never win a trophy for Everton. I'm going to let you know that later in the podcast, so stick around for that. Well, absolutely zero chance. Zero chance. There is no chance that Sam Allardyce will ever win a trophy with Everton. That's it, get angry angry in the comments, do it, fine. But I've got stuff to back it up. Uh, We'll talk about the trivia question that we asked last week. I've got a new one for you this week, and then we'll talk about the FA Cup. Shock ingredients, there's a lot of shots on the cards this week. Um, we'll talk about uh, those were the days. Got some great ones from you guys last week, as well as soldiers lost in battle. They stepped up, Flav. Game. We, gave, we needed a week off, a bit of time to breathe. It wasn't nice to have soldiers lost in battle over the Christmas period, and yeah. we needed a few to come in. They have come in in their droves. Yep. So we've got some soldiers lost in battle to talk about as well, and then we will finally that. discuss, Flav, which team needs an FA Cup run the most. Okay. Out of all of football. I mean, everyone needs one, don't they? They need all it. Right, well, we'll talk oh, about well, it. We'll get into go, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get into deep, we'll do a deep dive. Absolutely. Uh, as we said, this is brought to you by Fan League. It's an app. It's a. Uh, it's an app the way you've got to predict 13 games in English football where you can make decent money. If you can get 13 out of 13 this week, you could win 11k, Flav. Wow. Really? Incredible amount. You But what's crucial to point out is that you can win money. With, with 11 out of 13 you can get two wrong there's room, room so for true. error and if you've uh, invited other people to play the game they win money and you're playing as well if you get two out of 13 which you have done in the past Flav yeah. and someone else gets what? 13 then you I mean, make money as well let's not highlight that thing. well I'm just saying uh, it was just new... trying to get across the rules of fan league yeah. uh, the other thing 50k in the season prize pot which is pretty good yeah. so if you can play consistency, uh, consistently <laughs> if you can say consistency uh, then uh, 50k at the end of it if you can be right at the top there and it turns out from the stats that Fan League provides, South End fans are the most intelligent football fans in football. I mean, that's, that's surprising. 
Let's move on. Uh, right, uh, and game week winner last week from the One for the Weekend League. If you want to join the One for the Weekend League, you can do so. All you've got to do is download the app, link is in the description. Find me, James Alcott, A-double-L-C-O-double-T. I will then invite you to the league. Last week, I was top with Reese Coyne, 7 out of 13. So, a poor week last week. Uh, that was the... That was the top yeah, one. Yeah, uh, no, fair enough. We, we need to up our game. Yeah. How are we doing overall in the league? Went down 17 places last oh, week. Come yeah. on, lad. There's a lot of leagues there. So, join the league, help us get our average up. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, to be honest, uh, it's, yeah, it's a little bit embarrassing. It, especially as a, you know, kind of, you know, proponents for the Van League brand, we've got to be doing better. <laughs> yeah, we really do. Uh, right, uh, let's uh, let's kick off with trivia. Last week, uh, we asked you which four players from Romania, Switzerland, the Ukraine and Uruguay have won Premier I think League I got, medals. I got four land right. Got four land right, that was, that was true. Uh, um, that was about it from you, I think. Yes. Um, but we did have one person who got it all correct. What? Yeah, 27 Bedford. Well done, mate. Don't, I hope you haven't Googled it. And for the next trivia question, don't Google that either. Yeah. It's it's absolutely pointless. Um, Costal Pantilamon, Romania and Man City, Man sub-goalkeeper, yeah, yeah. 2013-14, you got that right. Gokan Inla for Switzerland and... Not for Switzerland, he's Swiss. Um, he did it for Leicester City, 2015-16. Again, bit of a squad player. Again, bit of a squad player. Oleg Luzny. Bloody hell. Ukraine. Uh, and Arsenal. For Arsenal 2001-2002. Oleg Luzny, I haven't thought about that bloke in years. Well, when literally... He's one of those... Do you know there's some people who just... Um, they could be... He could have been 19, he could have been 35... But he always looked 35. <laughs> yeah. Always like he's always looked old. Yeah. Um, and last one, Diego Forlano he said Uruguay and Man United in 2002-2003. This week's trivia, Flav, mm. is a tricky one. They're all okay. bloody tricky. Yeah. Uh, name in order the top five Premier League hat trick scorers during the Premier League era. Of course, Harry Kane had a very good Christmas, didn't he, Flav? He did. Yeah, he's he got two hat tricks. Uh, he's, he's got a lot this year. He's only he's he's how, is it, how many hat tricks has he got for Spurs now? It's like eleven in total, right? In all competitions. Wow. And the most in the history of the football club is Jimmy Greaves, who's also a record goal scorer, uh, who has fifteen so in his entire be, career. That's mad. Yeah, and he's and uh, Kane's had what's his fourth season at Spurs. That's incredible. If he stays with us forever, there will not be a record that he does not break. Do you worry that this kind of the press will jump on any kind of... The new story will be for him to start to fall away and struggle. Do you think uh, I, well, people a, will jump on that? Yeah, because that, that, that's a story that's been kind of perpetuated since he came into the team. Well, one season wonder. One yeah, yeah. He's a tapping merchant. He's a penalty merchant. He's, he, he, all he can do is finish. Mm. Like, like, that's an easy thing to do. Um, and, and you saw for his assist for, for Deli Ali against Swansea last week... Um, this week, rather, you know, is there so much more to Harry Kane's game? That ball was incredible, yeah. and it's just the way he just pushed it out. I just to give himself a, a, a yard, Knew what looked up, and then he just pinged it. It was so it was beautiful. Uh, you know, there's lots to. I mean, I think the bigger story would be about whether or not he's going to move. There's already talk about Real Madrid offering Modric, Bale, and one other. I can't remember the name really? as a, as a swap for him. Swap deals don't work though, Flav. You no, told me that before. Th- there would be cash right. equivalent, but okay. you know, yeah, the swap deal. And you know what? I wouldn't take him. You wouldn't? No. We've well, got an old Modric, you've got a yeah, broken Gareth Bow, and the other guy I can't remember who it is. So. Yes, that's not a good sign, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, so the question, as I said, name in order the top five Premier League hat trick scorers during the Premier League era. I'm not going to give you a clue. That's it, I'll give you a clue. Harry Kane's in there. He's in the top five. But what is the order? Get that's, the exact order right. Oh, the order. I want the oh, order right, as well. Say the five. Because I think when I looked at it, a lot of those names are names that you would expect. Yeah, the obvious one though, can I just say, it, it must be the obvious one. The, the well, as top Shira. of the tree? Yeah, Shira, top of the tree. Okay, right. there you go. Yeah, right, but the others in the order, I fucking, I mean, he's talking about Henri, Fowler, Owen, but in, in order, I have no idea. Yeah. So let us know in the comments. We will read out and... Uh, and we'll call out a name as well if you get it correct. Um, so, yeah, it's FA Cup weekend. Yeah, I love the FA Cup. Do you? Yeah, it used to be a complete waste of time. Now... Why was it a waste of time? Let's see. You, were, you just see no, the no, change of tone in his voice. It's like, oh, hold on a minute. Just, You're a stiffer like for the traditions. Um, because time. when you get... Uh, and this is just the way modern football is. Isn't that how I f- you would want to feel? It's just fact. Yeah, I'm a grown-up. I can appreciate fact when I see it. Yeah, it's when you're in the top half of the Premier League or even in the bottom 
near relegation. You're the drive in the season that isn't to win an FA Cup. You know, it, it's it should be because it is still a glorious competition. But ultimately, it's your league position dictates whether or not you have a job. Yeah, and it's you know as we've seen, like half the managers in the Premier League last year lost their jobs. Might have been but more. I think it might have been twelve, thirteen. So, um, you know, it's about it's about where, how, how many where do you put your eggs? There's so many games. You're playing in Europe, and your eggs are tired, aren't they? Yeah, the eggs the start to show cracks yeah, in the shell, they and, and they're getting a little bit pale inside. And um, it, <laughs> it's a weird. <laughs> the uh, you know, it's so so it's one of those things. Now you know, I think for the first time in a long time, because Man City is so good, and no one else has got a chance to win the league. The next best thing for most teams is the FA Cup, who, who are in that that top six. So I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of teams taking this competition very, very seriously. Do you think so? Yeah. Do you think even... I think they won't. I think everyone's geared up, and you know, it's probably why we're talking about it ourselves on the podcast, is everyone's geared up to rest a lot of players. I, I, we, even with QPR, how horrific we are in this competition, I fully expect us to make a hell of a lot of changes <laughs> and probably not just, can, just to put a line under it, how horrific are QPR? We are so bad. We are... Um, I think of the... I think with out of 49 teams that are regularly in it, um, we're 48th. I think Plymouth Argyle are worse than us, apparently. And you haven't won a cup match in... We haven't won a cup match, an FA Cup third round game, outright in the first 90 minutes of that game, since 1997. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's, incredible. No, it's funny. It's Really, yeah, that's listen. why I love it. Just, <laughs> that's why I love the cup. <laughs> I fucking I I'm I'm owed I'm owed a cut run and that's what I that's why I cling on to who you got who we got MK Dons at home uh, it's good it's a, that is a good draw that's a winnable time problem for problem for me is it didn't matter who came out I would have gone oh well look <coughs> typical draw that's literally as good as it gets MK Dons are having quite a poor season mm. what they I can't remember if they're League 1 or League 2 now League 1 and so we should win that easy <laughs> But we won't. We'll probably lose 2 0. <laughs> <laughs> we won't even be close. We won't even be close. Because we're just so bad. Yeah. It's frightening. It's frightening. Time for to go, innit? No, absolutely not. Don't start that. Come on. I tell you what, I had Wake to... up. I had, a, I had a wobble over Christmas, I'll be honest. We were rubbish <laughs> against Millwall, but thank God we, uh, we got a win. Uh, I tell you what, actually, let's talk about Millwall for a second. It's going off a piece of it. But I tell you what, if you want to go experience proper football, Normally, I think most people, for their own safety, they would think, don't go to Millwall away. It was brilliant. Mm. It was so... It was like going through a little time warp. Do you know what I quite liked? Is that... Uh, it was just... I mean, it was it was horrible, but it was manageable horrible. Yeah. I mean, we got kept behind for 20 minutes, and I thought, oh, well, hang on. Yeah. yeah, well, it might kick off any time. I really hope it doesn't. <laughs> but <laughs> it might do. You know, and what? I quite enjoyed that. So many, like, flat caps. Yeah. So many geezers. Mm. So many... Um, I walked in, to, I, don't, I think, did I say this to you yesterday? So I walked, to, uh, I live quite close to Mill, so I was able to walk there. And as I got closer, you started to see a few more like, people kind of walking like that, which was lovely. And then I walked into the car park. Uh, For those that are listening, that was like a cotton geezer. Yeah, sorry, cotton geezer, head, head thrust. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I walked in, and there's, there's a big sort of car park outside this, uh, it's called the Barry Kitchener Stand. And... I got there and I hadn't heard a single word from a single Millwall fan at all. And then I got a bit closer and the first thing I heard <laughs> as I walked into the car park was one guy who was about 45 going to another guy and going, yeah, yeah, no, we, and so we've, we're having a drink and it's all, it's all fun and games. And then Trevor has gone and leaned across the bar and he's grabbed the landlord by the throat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is fun. This is, cool. this is great. This is wicked. Yeah, and he's grabbed him, and they're like, they're all like, grabbed <laughs> him by the throat. <laughs> Brilliant. Like, tell get, us, get to my seat. Get right, to my seat. Tell, tell us about the the goal celebration. Goal celebration. Well, I never enjoyed uh, conceding a goal as much as I did as well because you know when you watch a musical and you go, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Well, of course you wouldn't because it's a musical. They just go into like full song. Yes. And like every, and then it sends it like a flash mob, and everyone's mm. everyone's getting involved in it. That happens at, at Millwall because they've got this song, haven't they? They've got this song. That, uh, let them come, let them come, come, let them all come. come down to the den. Yeah, and so they score a goal, and they all go mad. And I thought, even at that moment when they scored the goal, whoever's on the button for the music was like, he was ready to go. Yeah. And he's like, and then it's like this George Formby kind of 
Like, yeah, Instead of all going mad, limbs everywhere, as they normally do with, uh, with any girl, especially this game, because they hate Ian Holloway. Absolutely yeah. hate Ian Holloway. And, uh, but then we're at one end behind the goal, and then I'm looking at them all celebrating, I'm thinking, shit. And then at the end it goes, let them come, let them come. To the team. <laughs> and they, they literally, all of them, just turned and went... To the team. <laughs> or jazz hands da, da, in the air. Like <laughs> it was like it was bizarre. It's like, like my sort of life turned into a musical for a second there, and they loved every second of it. Amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I think I so, had to go to that game. So despite it was on the 29th of, of December, I don't need to go to that game, but I did need to go to that game because it was despite all the bad bad sort of reputation that Millwall got their fans. You were saying wholeheartedly get down to the den. Get down to the den, yeah. yeah. I've, do you know what? It's, if you want to experience real football again, because there's there's very few places you can do that, mm. I think, nowadays, that is that's real football. Nice. It was good. Uh, sorry, a bit of a tangent there. Uh, FA Cup shop <coughs> ingredients. Uh, so there's a few games <coughs> out there. Mm. You all right, bud? I've got to, don't know why. Particularly fine. Fine. Um, a uh, few Pascal uh, Cup shops, which is, that's the whole point of it. What are, what would you say are key ingredients for a cup shop? Um, I think poor form from a big side going into against a, a side in, in lots of forms. The Swansea uh, against Wolves. Yeah. Wolves are flying, absolutely flying. Manager's done an incredible job. I looked, had a little look back into uh, his past, actually, and, uh, and teams he's managed. His record has been superb. Really? Yeah, in, in sometimes in difficult circumstances. But before that, we'll come on to that. But the, um, it, it's, it's that, but it's also really bad weather. Like yeah, yeah, bo- yeah. boggy pitches yeah. like I've seen Spurs and I've seen Arsenal get done by Wrexham in 1991 yeah. uh, Mickey Tommy Mickey scored Thomas a free yeah. kick on an absolute heap of, of a football pitch <laughs> you know it does level you know even Spurs versus Swansea last week with a torrential rain Swansea were in it because the quality it slows it down it slows it, it down yeah. it's hard you know a, a, a footballer is as good as he is often because of how like carpet like the surface is mm. you know it enables him to do the things that he's able to do yeah, yeah. but when it's boggy it's like actually this is about grit and strength and will mm. and, um, and and often prima donna footballers won't sure. have that yeah and and lower league footballers would be well up for it they love the bog and they love that because they know it's a it is about that will and that grit and it isn't necessarily about quality so i think that's um that's a brilliant ingredient for 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 um, you know the last thing you want as a lower league fan or a fan of a lower league club when you're playing a big big team is blazing sunshine or you know crisp yeah, nice cool day, day yeah. with with no wind that that you know that's yeah. why so for family one of my bankers I put Spurs as a banker because although you're playing and I kind of get onto tiredness because I think that plays a factor in the, like the magic of the third round of the FA Cup mm. but on a big Wembley pitch. Yeah, they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle, aren't they? It's, and it's too big for Spurs. <laughs> like the, the, the mileage that the players put in. Yeah. And the amount of gaps. This, like when Spurs play at home, the, the gaps between midfield and defence that don't exist when we play away and the gaps between the goalkeeper and the back line, they're gargantuan. Really? Like that pitch is unfeasibly big. <laughs> and so we've we had to adopt this weird kind of counter-attacking high-line system in order to condense the game into a small area of the pitch so you can play the way we want to play. But that leaves huge amounts of opportunity on the counter. Mm. I don't think AFC have got that in them to, to exploit that. But you know, and, and, and the, the, the turn of the coin is that um, you know we're going to tear them apart. That's what I would assume to yes, happen. Yeah. So no amount of will, rain or wind is going to stop that from happening at Wembley. If it was down the other end, end. yeah, the, yeah. If it was at AFC, then you'd have a chance. And yeah. that kind of leads me to my pick for uh, an FA Cup sh- shot this week. Um, is Newport County versus Leeds United. The reason I picked this, it's, I think you're absolutely right, and I think Wolves will beat Swansea because mm. um, they're flying, even in their, their, the league below, and their squads probably match up quite quite well as well. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll win that. The home advantage is a huge thing if you want an FA Cup shot. Mm. But like you said, the pitch as well. Newport County, where they play, it's, it's <laughs> windy and they've got a running track yeah. around it from right. It. It. It, so it's got all those ingredients. And they're, they're, yeah. And then the other thing I, th- I think with this game is you've got Leeds United who are sixth at the moment. Uh, they've, uh, I think they drew and lost their last two games. Before that, they'd won four on the bounce. But they went out to Sutton United, I think it was, last year. Or it was Sutton Lincoln, or Lincoln, one or the other, mm. sorry. And I think even 
even the championship teams that have got a chance of being in the playoffs, they would rest players as well. Well, you 100% get that. Yeah. The Leeds are not going to benefit financially hugely from a, a long cup run. I mean, they would obviously have, have benefit, but it's not going to change their lives. Mm. Newport, Newport going in, bonuses all around. Yeah. They're just saying, look, you win this. This is, this is your, you're going to double your salary for a year. Well, and they're 11th in the league as well, so they've got literally nothing else really to play for. Yeah. It'd be a shock if they can make it into the playoffs. So I think that's, that's definitely one for, for me. I can see Leeds resting a few players. Their squad's not uh, that deep. Yeah, and, and by the same token, about we're talking about teams coming to, to you know, Premier League clubs, and, and Newport are going to be well up for that game. Mm. Leeds are a massive, massive football club still. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then the last one, Comtree versus Stoke City. Uh, Stoke really really struggling well I guess we're going to is he still I've I stopped following it is he is, it, is, that, <laughs> still is he still yeah, there yeah. Still what is going it. on do you know what it is I think it's uh, Peter Coates who's the Stoke City chairman he has he just, real patience he really likes him he really he thinks he's a lovely young lovely man lovely man um, uh, yeah I mean that's a joke he's got to go he's got look, yeah. Stoke are, are the worst team I've seen play this year really by a country mile and we played Southampton who are horrendous I, yeah, I agree. I think he's he's hanging on, and I, I appreciate. Had the, dignity, had the dignity and self respect to say, "I'm not up to this. I apologise. It's all gone tits up." Like, you know, the fans have got to, got to sit through this turgid football. He has a, he has a responsibility to have to, to resign. <laughs> Do you think? So? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really? Yeah, so he doesn't have to get some. He's hanging out for a, a loyalty bonus because he didn't. Not. Yeah, he's hanging out for the payout. <laughs> if he resigns, he walks away from that. Right, he, he's sticking there till he gets sacked. And that, what's his name? Coates. Peter yeah. Coates. Lovely, lovely, lovely yeah, guy. Great, local lovely, man. Local lovely guy. Business. Or is he? Yeah. Or is he sitting thinking, "Fucking, I'm going to wait here till you res- you resign, or you, you know, you, we'll stick together and we'll ride this absolute clusterfuck into the moon." <laughs> you know, I had a really good conversation with Rory about uh, Mark Hughes. Actually, the, there's two ways of because there's two ways of looking at it. Rory was saying that you have to get rid of. If the manager's not good enough, it doesn't matter if there's a better guy to come in. You've got to get rid of the guy who's not good enough. Yes. Whereas I am not sure about that. <laughs> I wonder if if you can't get anyone who's clearly better, then you're better off having a slow dip <laughs> or, <laughs> or, an equi- or, or an equilibrium um, than, than just plumbing. But there's always someone better. There's always someone that you can replace. And, and, and what happens is you get a kind of... You get a cancerous environment where everything starts to go wrong. The players don't want to play. They're not going to instill his tactics on the pitch. He's lost. I'm not saying he's lost the dressing room. We have no idea. But it's not happening. And yeah, they're worse. True. Much oh, worse that, this year than yeah. they were last year. I think they're in huge, huge trouble. Uh, huge trouble. Huge trouble. Um, you know, sometimes you've got to be like... In Swansea have, have, have played better under um, Carvajal. So... True. Yeah, and, and he's, he has a reputation for galvanising football clubs that are in disarray. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Desiree. 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 They're in Desiree. Des- Desiree. That's we don't know if that's true. Or not. What's the word? Desiree. 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 The ones that are in Desiree. Uh, De- uh, Des- Desiree. Right. Uh, you know, he, he he has a lot of football clubs un- under his uh, resume, but he. Uh, <laughs> 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 but he, he, one of the resume. He, one, of, one of the things he does very well is is take very difficult situation footballing situations and galvanise them. He did it at Sheffield United Wednesday, where he, um, you know, they were, they were a mess. He got the fans on board. He did, yeah. Uh, you know, and he has this kind of philosophy, like a together philosophy. And often with the quality players that you you'll find in Premier League clubs, that actually having that togetherness and belief in each other is, <laughs> I'm is, 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 is all, all you all you need, you know, to get you out of that mire. Yeah, and I, I, I think uh, I think that I, I think Swansea are going to stay up. Hang on, you just said they're going to get beaten by wolves. Yeah, But he doesn't fix everything. Right. Wolves are flying. They're, gonna, they're, they're an unstoppable unstoppable juggernaut. Love um, listen, right. wolves, Molyneux. <laughs> What yeah. a name for a stadium. Molyneux. Beautiful, yeah. isn't it? Don't know what the uh, reason for that. Robbie Keane's gone back to Wolves. Yeah. What, are you just pying me off there? I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> it's just, when I was a kid growing up, it struck me as, like, that's a proper stadium. Molyneux. Do you know what I like about uh, Wolves is that they, and I like teams that don't play in obvious kits. Mm. Like, Sheffield United, Lincoln City, Southampton, all playing very similar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, Norwich City, QPR to a point. Yeah. 
wolves. Is it orange? Wolves. Is, is it, it black? Gold? Oh, is yeah, it gold? No. Is it? And you think you're like you're looking at your color palettes and you're looking and you're thinking, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you do that often? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when I'm when, yeah, I'm, when yeah. I'm building a football team, and yeah. deciding what color they should wear, sure. I, I look at them and go, orange, orange and black. Anyone? Chuck that well, we'll call it gold. Nice. Got it. Yeah. Lovely. That's it's horrible. They've never had a good kit ever in the history of football. I think it's tricky to do that with that. With that <laughs> yeah. yeah the, you know what I mean? uh, those so were the Rob, days. Robbie King. Sorry, Robbie King going back. Robbie King going back. Though. Don't want to let me get onto those no, other days. No, well, we will because I like that oh, bit. Yeah, but yeah, Robbie King going back. What's he going to do there? Nothing. Again, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Have the dignity to retire. You've gone over to him. If there's a world that was run by Flab, there should be a whole just stockpile of people just doing the right thing and giving up. <laughs> let them play football and let them manage he's playing football to. in India for a team I, I can't remember what they're called under, under Teddy Sheridan mm-hmm. you know you can't play football there their stadium the, play, the team that he plays for it, ho, uh, it has 85,000 capacity or he's going to come back to visit Wolves because it's, oh, it's nice he used to play for them before he pied them off and signed for the first big club actually it was Coventry from Wolves wasn't it uh a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah, so he pied off a, uh, a Wolverhampton Football Club for another local rival, right? And now you welcome back. Remember what he did. Yeah. And that's why I'll never forget him. Apparently, he's a legend at Tottenham. Nah. First opportunity, I'm signing for my boyhood club, Liverpool. Didn't work out. Six months, come back with a towel between your legs. You're not a legend, Robbie, unless. In some instance, I might meet you in the future. Then I'm very much <laughs> yeah, going to call you. If you're willing to do a live show, a live show for the fighting cock, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we'll re- we'll, we'll raise all that. Yeah, you're not going to do Right, those are the days. Uh, here we go. If you and all the those were the days have come from people in the comments this week. Oh. I haven't had to chip in, which good. is nice. So, <laughs> and these are good. So, uh, if you uh, if you want to let us know things that you you miss about football, tiny little things then we can talk about them on the podcast. So let us know. James Woodhouse. Those were the days. Um, the Life of Riley by the Lightning Seeds being played over Goal of the Month. Yeah, so we, when we used to play football when we were kids, um, we would start a run from midfield and <laughs> sing that tune. Love that. Just in case we scored a worldie. That's good. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. After <laughs> you lose the ball, you pass it and you go, you get it, you go dun, dun, dun and everyone's yeah. like, here he goes. Oh, right. Oh, well, you'd start it yourself? Yeah, you'd start well, singing it as, right. you, as you started running with a ball. Okay, it wasn't like, like every time the ball, so I'm going to dun, 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 <laughs> yeah. get to the No, no you had to be in a position where a worldie was possible. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like that. I love that. Lightning seeds in general. Good one, though. One nice. thing was just as a corner was supposed to come over. You start singing oh, yeah, it and yeah, everyone's yeah. like, well, what's he going to do? <laughs> yeah, it could be a bicycle kick. Is he going to shoot? <laughs> exactly. Nice. Uh, actually, the goal of the month has lost its prestige as well. It's become a Twitter vote. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. Call up. Yeah. <laughs> the one that you thought had won. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you rung up an automated line <laughs> because you believe that patent cost 49p yeah. a minute. Because that goal Now it's there. a Twitter vote. Uh, Peter Unlove. Oh, wow. Peter Unlove. I think... 
I, I, those were the days when Coventry were were a big, you know, were, were a proper football club. I'm not going through the fucking the terrible situation they have been over the last, you know, couple of years or so. That that that's that when Peter and Love, that Coventry side with the uh, with the kind of little yeah, yeah. Chevron Peugeot Peugeot sponsorship. Yeah. I, I'm reading a book, uh, the autobiography of Andy Morrison, and he's so he was the captain of Man City when they went up in ninety seven ninety eight. I think it from was League for One the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Massive drinker. Um, it's a good book so far. I'll let you know how it goes. Um, but his Premier League career was basically ruined by Peter and Love. Really? Yeah, they played Coventry City. He was from Zimbabwe, Peter and Love. Mm. And, uh, and he just like, he tore him a new one. Just couldn't deal he with was, it. He was great. He was a good player. Yeah, he was great. Uh, so yeah, Peter and Love. Uh, Jason Dezel. Wow. Is he a Spurs? Yeah, bad. It's bad times. It's <laughs> bad, bad times. Like, his son's good, apparently. You know how, do you know how... You know how you remember... You know how a, a war veteran would remember Vietnam? <laughs> and it, it, it you know, fundamentally changes who they are. That's my experience watching Jason Dezel at Tottenham. When I, when I see Jason Dezel, I can't see him in anything else apart from the yellow away Spurs kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I saw him a lot. Um, it was one of them things that was confusing <laughs> for a long time. And, do you know, I, I'll tell you one of the things, those are the days, when your managers would persist... With a player who clearly wasn't good enough. Justin Edinburgh at Tottenham was really? never yeah. good enough. Dean Austin at Tottenham was never good enough. But they were our fullbacks and, and they played. It. And that's it. Yeah. yeah, get on with it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, final one. Oh, I haven't got the name there and I apologise. Um, feel free to have a go at me in the comments. Uh, when David James played up for Man City, this was brilliant. I don't think you remember this one. No. Stuart Pearce was manager and I think, uh, I can't remember who Man City were playing, but they'd had a decent season. Uh, Man City and uh, they were trying to get into Europe and so in the last it might be in the last 10 minutes they'd thought about it beforehand and they uh, took a player off gave David James a number one sky blue Man City shirt right. and put him up front why? because he just sort of I guess he's big Stu Pearce was going a bit of chaos theory or like you know mm. we're running out of time we're going to we're gonna have to pump it long David James is a massive bloke yeah. that might help and he had a couple of chances actually, and I think he maybe nearly got a penalty as well. Did so, you dream this? No, no, it definitely happened. Yeah, because it was in the yeah. Oh, God, you're worrying me now. But yeah, no, he did. He was mad. That sounds like a dream. It definitely happened. Um, Tell me. If it was. Uh, yeah, look, that's that. That's that would scare you if you if the manager of your side thought about putting a goalkeeper up front to create a bit of chaos as a tactic. You Just, know, what, no, what, all you're doing really is putting someone who's really shit in, in, into the mix. Big. But big. But big, yeah. that, that isn't valued anymore. Those were the days Those when the big days. people were valued for being big. <laughs> so there yeah. you go. Uh, Jeff Horsfield. There you go. There's a big player. Great example of that, yeah. Um, What's his name? Uh, something France. Kevin Francis. Andy Booth. Google it. Uh, right. Hashtag those were the days in the comments. Let us know yours. We'll talk about them next week. Uh, let's talk about some of the derby games and Sam Allardyce, which we uh, spoke about at the start of the, the uh, podcast. He rang in and there was a superb impression by myself. Uh, two really good ones uh, in the FA Cup third round. Liverpool versus Everton and Palace versus Brighton. Let's talk about Liverpool versus Everton. Uh, played earlier in the season and whew, I got a bit of stick doing a, doing a video talking about it. And I was saying that it was, it was a bit embarrassing what? the way Everton played. And the, they, they just, it was complete robbery. Um, Sam Allardyce will obviously be delighted with that. They got the win, mm. um, and it was you know one win in a nice run of games where they've done really really well. And I like Sam Allardyce, but what I was saying at the start of the video, how we will never win a trophy yeah. with Everton. The reason I sort of started thinking about this was uh, I was doing the running order. I was thinking, who who do I want to go for? for who do I want to predict as the FA Cup winners this year? Every year in my head, I, I kind of want an Everton to win it. A team, a club that's going to appreciate winning the FA Cup. Those were the days. Those were the days. Nine, nine, five. One to one. Yeah. One to one. One to one. Yeah, yeah, that's. And I always like to go for Everton because I think they've got the quality to do that. They've got the quality to beat any team. Yeah. Um, uh, Incredible history with the FA Cup as well. But then I thought about Sam Allardyce, and I thought he's he's not won a major trophy. The furthest he's got is he got to League Cup final with Bolton, lost to Middlesbrough. But he has regularly kind of given up on the FA Cup because he's been concentrating on the league. He's managing a team that's not got the same kind of concerns as probably 
you know, West Ham when he's managed them before, Sunderland as well. So I can understand him doing well, it. He's kind before. of solved that problem already, hasn't he? Yeah. But with Everton, I think this year is his. This year for me is his one year because I think he's a good manager. And I think next year Everton will will be in a much better position and I think they'll have a, be able to have a decent chance at trying to kind of get into that top six, maybe. Because mm. they've got quality players. But he doesn't care about the FA Cup normally and next year he won't again. Yeah. So this year is the only year that he's going to do it. And I, I think they've run into the wrong team right at the start in Liverpool. Yeah, I, I, And I, I think he will never win a trophy for them. And that, as an, if you're an Everton fan, you've got to be... That's what it's about, isn't it? It's about perception. It's about, from, from a fan's perspective... It's about glory. It's about winning the FA Cup, but from a manager's perspective, it's not. It's, he would be heralded as uh, achieve something greater if he gets Everton into that seventh spot from where he took Everton to, be, you know, yeah, to the, the club. Season, yeah. So that that he would go down well as you know, in terms of consistent performance, rather than what many people in the FA Cup uh, perceive the FA Cup to be is, you know, you've got to be a bit lucky. You know, you've got you know you're winning single rounds rather than you building up form. That's why teams that nearly get relegated I, I, often in the past. Yeah, yeah. We, well, nearly what you've seen Wigan win the FA Cup and get relegated in the same season. Yeah. So, so sometimes you can be lucky and win the FA Cup, and that doesn't help him as a manager. He does, You know, he gets to a stage where if he stays at the football club long enough, then winning things will become important. But at this stage, that's not 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 his concern. The one thing I would say is that I think they're not in Europe anymore. So that makes life a bit easier for them. I don't think we'll get a better opportunity to focus on winning a trophy than he will. If if they can get through against Liverpool, which is, I mean, it's a nightmare tie. And it's away from home. They haven't won since, was it, 1999 since they yeah. beat, um, beat Liverpool away? Oh, no, they beat him. No, they drew, didn't they? One off, sorry. Mm. Um, I just think, for, on a wider picture, as if you were an Everton fan, uh, let me know, you'd be... He's not going to win you a trophy if he doesn't do it this year. But they don't. They wouldn't care about that right now. Do you not think? No, they, they're delighted at the fact that they're not terrible anymore. Like, do you remember how bad they were before Unsworth, but under Unsworth? I'm not saying like you so, get rid of Sam Allardyce. No, I know, I know, I know that. I'm just saying that that it's about where your mindset starts. It's, it's if you're if you're looking at the FA Cup now, Everton probably. I'm, I'm putting. You know, we can ask Ped and um, Baz, but. I'm thinking now they're just he's got such a grace period that they're not thinking uh, you know the FA Cup would be wonderful I'm sure they are it's in the back of their mind but they're just happy that they're not going down I would at this stage I would suggest that they would be thinking this is your free hit it is a free hit this is a, such an opportunity for a team that has really but not to advertise the hits but exactly. free hits yeah. in, in the grand sad, scheme though. of things it doesn't matter if they finish 10th it doesn't matter if they finish 14th or 13th really in the grand scheme of things, but as from a player looking, you know, looking to sign new players, the feeling around the football club, if they finish seventh, that 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 feeling will it, that that's tangible. That's a real thing they can build upon. Right, look what we took it. This is Allardyce. He knows what he's doing. He's going to bring players in. Maybe they can push into that top six next year. Is more important to Allardyce and the gra- wider scheme of, of of making a club great than an FA Cup win, unfortunately. It, yeah, but I would say they're closer to winning an FA Cup than they are to getting in the Champions League. Yes, I know they're more excited about being in the Champions League, but trophy's a trophy, and that's a great one. Yeah, yeah, at, so at this stage, definitely. He should focus. I think I, think I will so. not be surprised if you see in that game him making a lot of changes and just giving up on it. And if I was an Everton fan, I'd be fuming at that against Liverpool because ultimately that should be what all that matters. You're playing your rival. That's true. Despite all of the stories about it being a friendly derby, they do. There is a genuine dislike between the two clubs uh, and and their fans. You know, I'm not talking individually; they might get on, but you know, we spoke to Chris from Redmen and about this before, and you know, they, they they don't talk to each other on the day. Yeah, yeah, they don't. You know, there isn't this kind of oh, let's hold hands and watch the game together thing. It, it doesn't really exist anymore. So um, you know, it's going to be important to them. And and, and from an, you know, this isn't an FA Cup game. This is a derby game, in my opinion. If Spurs are playing, and I've seen us throw it away against Arsenal, and it's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, one of the worst feelings I've ever had walking away from a game was a League Cup fourth round against Arsenal at White Hart Lane. Um, we changed so many players. Like we, Stephen Corker made his debut at Tottenham. It just got released. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, did he? And the uh, and um, 
And Arsenal made some changes, but their squad was stronger than ours. And they, they tore us apart 4-1. And their fans, they didn't care it was the league one. They just stuffed us. Mm. And they were going mental. Yeah. And that feeling I had when looking at them. And that's what, I mean, that's why you don't need fans as managers. Because overall, the bigger picture is more important. But if it was me, I'd be like, all guns blazing, everyone's playing. Yeah. And again, there's another problem. The magic of the FA Cup is you have tired players and that's how shocks happen. But the other bad side that you're seeing in the FA Cup now is that Teams aren't playing their best teams because they're knackered. And so that's the, that's the other side of it. Mm. Uh, the other big derby, Palace versus Brighton. We've got a really decent um, mini-doc on the Bull Street channel yeah. um, talking about that rivalry. But that is, that's one of the most interesting but really tense and strongly felt derbies. Genuinely love each other. They really hate yeah. each other. Yeah, the atmosphere is, is, is equivalent to Merseyside, North London derby, you know, Manchester derby. You know, there's different different reasons for it, but you only need one reason to hate someone, and and, and they they do they loathe each other. Yeah, and uh, just quickly, what's the what's the basic thing? Remember, my, my gut feeling is that no one still really knows. It stems from it stems from um, a fallout between Alan Mallory, uh, Alan Mallory and Terry Venables, which stems back from their time at Tottenham, um, where one wants to be the captain, and they basically didn't get on. Um, so that kind of spilled out into the game, and Adam Mallory ran the pitch and threw some coins at the um, at the Palace fans, uh, and just said, you know, that's all your club's worth, kind of thing. So it stemmed from a very bad tempered game, and that just carried through. And then they had they were competing uh, in the in the championship, uh, and then there was like this 13, 15, 13, 14 year hiatus where they they were in different leagues, going up and down and whatnot, uh, and then they just wondered about what it might be like. When, when, it, when they meet up again and it was as bad as it has ever been yeah, yeah but look, full story including kind of talking to the fans is on uh, Bull Street's YouTube just type in um, into our YouTube go uh, Brighton Palace yeah we'll put a link in the description as well yeah. um, but that is I, I don't know if that's on the telly or not it should be yeah. that's, that's yeah. the game yeah yeah definitely Palace versus Brighton uh, okay right it's Soldiers Lost in Battle Time uh, just say thank you for getting your uh, getting your stories in Difficult to read, uh, but it's important that we share these things. Um, and uh, yeah, go on, Flav. Do, do your thing. What you've just done it. Well, yeah, we do, do it better. Do it again. Right. Uh, yeah. So basically, if you ever have a, a situation at football uh, where, or, or, or it was some situation that's prevented you from going to football and enjoying or missing a particularly excellent game, then uh, let us know what that reason is in the comments, and you may make the soldiers lost in battle roll call. There we go. Hit it, Jim. Hit it any time, Jim. Yeah. It's on mute. Why is it on mute? Um, I, I think what's happened here... But it's not on mute, is your, yeah, No, I think what's happened, yeah. So, um, m- maybe just read them out. <laughs> turn, off, turn off that. <laughs> no, you're fine. There we go. Are we keeping so, that in? <laughs> quality podcasting. No. There we go. Uh, it's about that. It's there. It's there. Oh, go. Got new Bluetooth headphones for Christmas. <laughs> Hang on. Let's get next to start. Right. Quality. Really? Hit subscribe. <laughs> right. Okay, Soldiers Lost in Battle. Lamar Gilchrist. It was the Europa League quarter-final, Liverpool versus Dortmund, and I requested a day off work. As the match is coming to a start, I get a call from work saying that I needed to come in or I would be fired as they scheduled me anyway. When I get there, they tell me that they got the schedule wrong and I was not supposed to be in, so I rushed home. I come in and turn the match on and we're 2-0 down already and I have no idea what's happened. As half-time approaches, I get another call from work. <laughs> Expecting it to be an apology for making me come in on an off day, you can understand my heartbreak, as they say the person's schedule did not show up, so I had to come back. <laughs> Seeing as the match was 2-0 and Dortmund were flying, I went into work. I checked my phone at work and saw we had clawed one back, and then immediately got had gone back down to 3-1. So I put my phone away and tried not to be a dickhead for the rest of my shift. Not long after, my phone notification started blowing up. 3-2 now. 3-3. Can we get the winner? Then I have to go into a freezer at work where I have no service. So the last I see is 3-3 with just minutes left. So I accept the loss and turn off my phone so I'm not bothered by more notifications about an almost comeback. I get off work a few hours later, turn my phone on and see we won 4-3. Lovren, last gasp winner. I missed the game of the season that year because my manager was a dick. Thanks, boss. That was so good. That was good. I really enjoyed that. What well animal? Anthony Art. I'll just skip back a bit because that happens every time. Soldiers lost in battle. 
It was the summer of 2006, and me and my friends were rolling conkers into the road and enjoying the thrill of cars running them over. That's it. However, one woman decided to get out of her car and reports to our school. We were all suspended. What? As a result, my mum grounded me and cancelled the Sky Sports subscription. As an Arsenal fan, this was a disaster. This was the week of our one and only Champions League final. I couldn't bear to listen to it on the radio, so I found myself in the corner of my bathroom. I was a complete mess for two hours, thinking about what could be happening in the final. (laughs) It was 9.45 when I got the phone call from my dad. We lost, and I cried myself to sleep. Excellent! (laughs) And finally, Shek Shek won. I'm a Liverpool fan from Zimbabwe, studying in the United States at the moment. All I have ever wanted to do is go to Anfield, but could never afford it because Mugabe is inept and ruined our economy. Limey prick. <laughs> um, limey prick? I don't understand that. Is that... I don't mean understand no, what lie. I hope that's not really offensive, limey. Yeah. As I understand it, limey's an English person, but... Okay, don't. No, no, it's not. It's not right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, listen, um... Uh, you know, Mugabe done a lot, a lot of bad things, also other than fucking the, the economy. Yeah. But you know, I mean, um, I'm sure there's some. Isn't there? Local, did, local, well, he's gone now, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but no, obviously, he's affected a lot of lives. At the door. Let's not go down that road. Go. So, Justin Bowles, thank you very much. Uh, finally, final question. Yeah. For the fan league pod of one for the weekend, which team needs to win the FA Cup the most? Spurs. Yeah, discuss. We need it. We do. Um, just, just so, just so we can just shut up other fans. Going, well, you haven't won anything. Yeah, you're good, but you, you haven't won anything. Because you win anything, right? What else? What else can you say? Um, do you think anyone needs it more than Dan Spurs? Uh, I mean, Conte needs it at Chelsea. You know, you, he, the best of the, the rest need it. I think they all need it. They, yeah. the, Man City have won, won the league. You know, they're going to want to win the double. They'll probably win the the League Cup as well. Yeah, well, and they're favourites for for this. The champion, and, and they're favourites for the Champions yeah. League. They'll probably win so, the World Cup. And they they'll probably they could probably you know it's things going the way of, I've never seen a team as good as them uh, in the Premier League era. Um, I, I think if if the, if if they plan it correctly and Pep Guardiola seems to be a master at this, at gauging um, how much a player's got mm. and what he can do then there's really no reason why they can't win all four um, trophies. Yeah. So, it's, it, it, ultimately, though, you've got the FA Cup. is is the, the next big thing for England, English teams. Yeah. Um, so, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, they're going to want that. They're gonna, Man United especially, they're going to want to stop City. So, yeah, Man, Man United. Yeah. I would, do you know what, the team that I'm going to put forward, I think, I think of, those, of those top six teams, I think Chelsea need it the most just because their whole... The whole, the whole understanding of their process in terms of sacking managers again and again is because they win trophies. And if it's not working, this is a results-based business, off you go, next, next one comes through the door. And I think Pochettino, if you don't, if you know, if you don't win the FA Cup, he'll, you know, he's still going to be there. Yeah. Wenger, if he, if he doesn't win the FA Cup, I mean, it's, it's his choice where yeah, he goes. He's so he's not going to go. And I think Mourinho, I would say the same. I would say that you know he he won two last year. Um, I guess it depends where they finish in the league. I'm a little bit worried. Well, I'm not worried. I don't give a shit. But they, I think, <laughs> I don't think they'll finish second in the league. I think they'll be. They could be down as low as fourth for me. United. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Mourinho would get sacked even if they didn't win anything. But if Conte doesn't win anything this season, I've got a funny feeling that that might add to the that general rumor of him going anyway. And I could see him guys. So I think for Chelsea fans who would want to keep Conte, yeah. I think he's they I, need it. I think Chelsea are in a situation. I, don't, I think Conte need it more than Chelsea as a, as a club. Right. He needs it for his yeah. his kind of progression as a manager. Um, I think a lot of Chelsea fans at this. Um, I'm, I'm guessing here, but if, if I was a Chelsea, I'd be pretty. I'd be a little bit worried about the amount of damage that Conte is doing. To you know, they've got rid of Costa. They've got rid of David Luiz. They're going to get rid of David Luiz purely because because they're not getting on with their manager. Mm. Um, at the end of the season, Conte is likely to be gone anyway. If somehow they can keep Luiz around, then that might placate him because I think he's a quality defender. Mm. Um, so winning the FA Cup isn't really going to change Chelsea much for Conte as manager. He's going to be desperate to win it, I think. Okay, 
Uh, the last one I had put, uh, put down, we chatted about him earlier, Stoke City, I think they desperately need a cup run. My, my, uh, my good friend Craig. Yeah, they need it. <laughs> he, uh, he, that's, the cup competitions are the ones he gets so excited for, because that is his... He knows there's no Champions League football, but the idea of maybe into a cup final is such a strong one. So yeah. I think if they, uh, if, certainly if they lose to Coventry City at the weekend, he's, he has to do you, do you know what? Do you know what I dislike about the FA Cup? The main thing is that the fact they're going to be, if Spurs don't get to the final, they're going to be two teams playing in my stadium. They're going to be playing in my, yeah, my stadium. Yeah. Like they, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. That doesn't belong there. Excuse me. Yeah. This is our stadium. This is our stadium now. Where would you like them to go? I don't care. Anywhere. Bugger off. Old Trafford. Go and play the uh, FA Cup final at Old Trafford. Yeah. Right. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Who needs uh, an FA Cup run the most? Who needs to win it the most? Just one other question. Is, is, is it unfair, though, if Spurs get to the final, that they've had so many games, like 20 games there That's a good all point. season playing in what will be a home game for them? More or less. Yeah. Is that an unfair advantage? Well, you, you just got to get to the semi-finals and you get yeah. another home game. True, right? yeah. I mean, for me, that's a disadvantage because that means another game I have to go to Wembley. Mm. But, but generally, you know, we understand the pitch and the pitch is crazily big as I've established already in this yeah. pod. But we used do... to fight that. You used to go on it's only like a yard bigger than Leicester City's pitch. No, it's not. It's, I, you're just <laughs> watching it and you're like, it never ends. Yeah. It never ends. I, I, I had to fight it. At the beginning of the season, I'm like, Pochettino's going to figure it out. And he has. You know, we, we've, we've done all right. You know, we had our form at home is considering the fact that it isn't even a home, home, home ground. We're doing all right. But... You do look at it and you're like, Fuck, how do you negate this? It's so difficult. Yeah. It's because it, it doesn't take much for a professional footballer to, to pump it down, pump it long, because there's so much space for these people to hear. And they are professional footballers, mm. and they more or less can put the ball can wherever they want. Yeah. There's not much you can do against it. But mine is, it's an advantage. It's a massive advantage. To top them, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so there you have it another one for the weekend podcast. Download the Family Gap, do us a favour. The link is in the description and come and play along. I've been having some Naughty bants in the uh, message group, not really. A couple of, couple of chats, it's nice, it's enjoyable. So, if you want to have a chat and get involved, yeah, get involved. Um, why not? Uh, Abby's a friend, James Alcott, not generally, just in the app. A double L C A double T, and uh, I can invite you to the one for the weekend. Add me as a friend because I'm, I mean, I'm on there, not as important, no, not in you, just it's not as important that they do that, no, but just once you've added James, then add me, you might as well. Um, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Subscribe to Ball Street, or Long Ball Street, as this uh, full-length podcast is on. And we will see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.